caps, you want to sleep everything else off your desk except the pen pencil. mean by the law of nature and what does he not mean by it? What does Lewis mean by the law of nature? What does he not mean by it? Obey the law of nature, according to Lewis, yes or no, and explain your answer. Do we obey the law of nature, according to Lewis, yes or no, explain your answer.
choose either the herd instinct or social convention and describe how Lewis distinguishes it from the natural law. Choose either the herd instinct or social convention and describe how Lewis distinguishes it from the law of nature. Name and describe one of the three views of what the universe is and how it came to be. Do I need to give you the names of the three different one of the three views on what the universe is and how it came to be.
25. Link the following three terms together in a manner with which Lewis would agree from your last chapter that you read. Mind, goodness, terror. Link the following three terms together in a manner with which Lewis would agree from the last chapter that you read. Mind, goodness, and terror. Repeats. Three. Choose either herd instinct or social convention and describe how Lewis distinguishes it from the law of nature. Okay, pass them over, same direction, putting yours on top. Put them over. 
comments, reflections on reading for today?
those intentions in our hearts. Mary, Mother of God, pray for us. Okay, I want to, before we go into Sarah's point, which I think is a very important <laughs> one, I'd like, to, I'd like to lay down that whole, uh, that whole series of things that lies behind the law. Page 21 uh, of your textbooks. This was one of those questions that I asked you related to materialist view, the religious view, and the life philosophy view of the universe. So I want to start with the materialist view, and I want to make sure that we understand what it is. Okay, so what's the context for this? What is the universe and how did Okay, so these are the two questions that people have been asking ever since, right? He gives you three different views. The first is the materialist, page 21, bottom paragraph there. I now want to consider, you see where I am? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Tyler, will you read there, please? I now want to consider bottom 21. So the materialist view is that matter and space exist by shapes, right? No one knows why.
is the materialist view of the universe. Do you see people who believe that today? Yeah. Um, do you think that by and large most people believe this today? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree. And when you get to the university, what you'll see is this philosophy or this view of uh, the material universe uh, for some reason people seem to accept this. what question doesn't it answer exactly no one knows why it just is what do you think of that just as a general criticism of the materialist Lazy. What's that? Lazy. Lazy. It's a little lame, isn't it? I mean, you think about it, we always are, you know, little kids ask the question, why, all the time. Have you ever chatted with a, a two-year-old and the person said, why? Why? You ever heard them? Have, them? have them do that to you? Why? We always want a reason, right? And the materialist view does not give you a reason why. What do you think? Is it compelling? What do you think of this? Do you think it's compelling, this argument? Why does Wait, it, Noel. Oh, no, he was going to say something. Charlie? Why does there need to be a reason? Yeah, why does there need to be a reason? It's a perfectly materialist view. Why there need to be a reason? Charlie, can you answer that question, or is it rhetorical? Is your question rhetorical, or is it? Are you actually oh, seeking we, I an answer? Actually seeking. You are okay. Good, Sarah. I think it's, there needs to be a reason because if there is no reason to the world, then there's no reason for anything. Then, then there's no reason. Yeah. Summer, go ahead. Um, like we said, we all strive for happiness. all strive for happiness? There's something in us that kind of pushes us toward that. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. We're striving for happiness. Don't be judging just focus on materialistic things as they come and go. And like, without a reason to lie, so we'll be able to find a living life, or like follow the natural law, like we say. Yeah, so she just basically said, Charlie, what do you think of that? Why does there need to be a reason? She said, because there has to be some purpose we were created. So what do you think of that? Is, is that does that uh, there has to be some purpose. Does that does that uh, represent your view there? Ronick, you were trying to add something. Okay, good. Charlie, what do you think of that? I feel like with the materialistic view, you could just say there's no purpose we were created for, it just happened by chance. Yeah. Okay. Is that logical? Yes. Is it logical for a person to say, look, it's just chance? What was the chance? 
Go ahead, Eileen. If it's just chance and there's no purpose to life, then why is it like wrong to kill someone? Because like they're like it's not like they're Charlie, what do you think of that argument? It's a really good point, isn't it? So if if there were no if there were no purpose to life, why would me murdering somebody or raping somebody be wrong? Because people would stop me. Why? It would cause chaos. So if there's no purpose in the universe, who cares whether or not there's chaos? Are there people who want chaos? Who are, what are they called? Anarchists. Anarchists. Anarchists want anarchy. What is anarchy? Chaos. Chaos. Bedlam. You know, no, no right, no wrong. You just everybody's out there for themselves, right? You're gonna say, Sarah. You were earlier. Okay, fair enough. Good. So, so if, so if there is, if we have no purpose that we were created for, then ultimately it's just accidental. Everything is accidental. The whole world is accidental, right? So is it possible that one of you is going to walk out the door today and get run over on the street? Yes. Would that be an accident? Yes. What would your purpose be then? Let's say one of you got run over by a car and killed. God forbid. Would there have been a purpose to your existence? Yeah. Yes. What would it have been? To be killed by a car. <laughs> what? What would the purpose of your life have been? then we're all just accidentally here anyway. Why not do whatever it takes to make yourself happy via pleasure? There's no way to argue against that, is there? No, because we talked about it before. That like, yeah, go ahead. That, um, like, even if you live life through pleasure, at one point you realize you're not like, fully content, fully happy. Yeah, not fully happy. So you can't be fully happy as a materialist. Is that what you're saying? All right, now, I'm going to introduce uh, something that you will spend the entirety of your life trying to figure out, okay? It is the distinction between truth, opinion, and fact. And 
I am going to return to that over and over again all this semester and all next. Okay, so truth, fact, and opinion. So let me ask you this. This view of the of the universe, is that a truth, a fact, or an opinion? Opinion. You can't prove it. Okay, Luke, you're saying opinion. Why? Because there you can't you can't prove it because it's 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 they're just saying this stuff like that they can only go through science right yeah. and and science can't explain all of the stuff that's happened so okay okay stop right there all right so he just made a comment right science what did you say luke science can't explain cannot explain everything yeah. is that what you said yeah just stop for a second is that a fact a truth or an opinion? Fact. Fact. What's the difference between a truth and a fact? <laughs> I, I yes! Finally! Alright, so great question. What's the difference between a truth and a fact? Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a very simple one. Um, uh, Matthew Muttonen exists. <laughs> okay, so does Matthew Muttonen exist? Yes. Is that a fact, a truth, or an opinion? A fact. <laughs> uh, truth? I don't know. This is really. This, this is right at the heart of fundamental philosophy, at the, right at the basics of philosophy. Does Matthew exist? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Is that a truth, a fact, or an opinion? Wait, but you can have your opinion be that he exists, and you can be right, and someone else can say... Could someone say to me, that's your opinion that Matthew exists. Yes, but they would, their opinion would be wrong. Why? <laughs> because it's a truth that he exists. Based on what? That it's a fact. <laughs> Based on what philosophical, fundamental principle are you basing that argument? That there is truth, good, and evil. Is the principle not contradiction, isn't it? Okay, do esthetes and materialists accept the principle of non-contradiction? No. Do esthetes? No. Do esthetes accept the principle of non-contradiction? No. Why not? Because they can't say that you can have your own truth. Exactly. So my truth is my truth, and your truth is your truth. And therefore, what is it all? All truth is relative, which means that it's all a matter of what? Opinion. Good. All right? So now let's come back here. Matthew exists. Could you, as an esthete or a materialist, say, that's a matter of opinion. Yes. Or Matthew exists for you, but he doesn't exist for me because I've never seen him because I live in China. So is Matthew's existence a matter of fact? Okay, so I want to find the spot where Lewis says it is a matter of fact. I underlined it. It's on page 223. 
Okay, so it is so powerful that you all are almost completely governed by the aesthetic principle of that's your opinion. Okay, so Dr. Ferdinand, you're too hard on kids. That's your opinion. Right? You, you can dismiss everybody's argument at any given moment by simply saying, sorry, Monica, that's your opinion. Well, God exists. Don't you believe that in, in such a thing as heaven and hell? Now, does heaven exist? That's your opinion. But does heaven exist? Yes or no? It's got to be one or the other. Can, can heaven exist for Keegan and not for Eileen? No, it either exists for both of them or it exists for neither of them. Does that make sense? But the only way you're going to accept that as an argument is if you somehow move into this set of suppositions that are fundamentally ethical and leave materialism behind. Does that make sense? Okay, questions or comments? I moved a little quickly. Go ahead, sir. For the essays, there is no difference between truth Very good. This is why, and, and the truth of the matter is, most of you will go about talking with all kinds of different people, and even people who say that they believe in God are going to say, ah, that's your opinion. Don't force your beliefs on me, right? Does that make sense what I'm saying? Because everything is about not hurting another person's feelings. Okay, so there's the absolute truth that you may never hurt another person's feelings, and therefore, uh, violate that particular principle. And what does hurting another person's feeling have to do with aestheticism? You are causing them pain. Right? Don't say hard things. When, when, you, get to, when you get to people having, when you have a real friend, what's your friend going to do for you? If you're in the ethical, what's your friend going to do for you? He's going to tell you the truth. Matthew, that behavior is leading you toward hell. Now, that may perhaps not be the best way of telling the truth. But is it true? Yeah. It may be, right? So the question here is, is Matthew's existence a matter of truth, fact, or opinion? It's a matter of fact. Is God's existence a matter of truth, fact, or opinion? If Matthew's existence is a matter of fact, so is God. So God either exists or he doesn't. But you can't have it both ways, and it's certainly not a matter of opinion. Got it? God bless you. Have the rest of the day.